This is Clayton for Podcast Radio Business. We're joined by Jack Kennedy, UK and Ireland economist at Indeed.com. And we're here to discuss why unemployment rises and wages go up. Thank you for joining us, Jack. Hi, good to join you. Excellent. Jack, please tell us a bit about your role as UK and Ireland economist at Indeed.com. Yes, so I'm part of the hiring lab team at Indeed. Uh, we're an international team of economists and researchers using uh, Indeed's data and also publicly available data to draw insights into the global labour market conversation. So this is quite a dramatic headline with unemployment rising and wages going up. Can you describe the trends that you're seeing in the UK labour market currently? Yeah, so we saw a bit of a mixed set of labour market figures today. There was some good news and some bad news. On the positive side, we saw signs of uh, continued recovery in the labour market with employment and workforce participation rising in the three months to February. The unemployment rate has been creeping up, although it remains fairly low at just 3.8%. On the less positive side, we did see that actually most of the growth in employment was driven by part-time work and self-employment rather than by employers creating new full-time roles. And we're also still below pre-pandemic levels in terms of employment. In fact, we're the only G7 country where that's the case. Troublingly, on the inactivity front, we're still seeing that actually in inactivity, people not in the workforce due to ill health, set another record at over two and a half million. It's actually up about 400,000 since pre-COVID levels. And that's really contributing to, to still quite um, what economists call a tight labour market, whereby many firms are still struggling to find workers to fill their jobs. We've still got only just over one unemployed job seeker for every unfilled vacancy in the UK. But that may not actually give the whole picture if employers aren't as determined to fill those vacancies as they were before. And we're actually starting to see some signs that employers may be starting to recruit a bit less intensively uh, amidst the uncertain economic climate. For example, on Indeed, we're seeing fewer job postings offering signing bonuses than we were a few months ago, which suggests a bit less urgency to fill some of those roles. So in fact, the labour market may not be as hot as it looks at first glance. The pay figures were interesting. Uh, we saw that in nominal terms, regular pay growth remained quite strong at about 6.6% year on year in February. But after accounting for high inflation, that's really eroding the value of workers' pay packets. And uh, in real terms, wages were down 2.3% year on year. So we're still in a sticky situation, really, where Wage growth remains stubbornly high enough to trouble the Bank of England into considering further interest rate rises, yet still insufficient to quell the quite painful squeeze on workers' purchasing power as the cost of living soars. You mentioned earlier about inactivity rates, and I wanted to draw you back to that and ask you, how are inactivity rates in the labour force changing and what is causing these changes? They've been coming down a bit in, in recent months, but we're still facing a gap of over 400,000 workers outside of the labour force sitting on the sidelines versus where we were pre-COVID. And really, that's almost entirely accounted for. It's, it's a very similar number to the number of people saying that they're outside of the labour force because of long-term sickness, which is concerning because we know that pressures on, on the NHS are, are substantial, waiting lists for, for surgeries and treatments are at record highs. And that, and that really does seem to be quite a binding constraint on the labour market at the moment in terms of keeping a lot of people sitting outside of the labour force, outside of being able to go back into, into work and help fill some of those vacancies that we still continue to see across the economy. So how are workers adapting to the change in labour market conditions? 
We've seen a lot of changes in the labour market since pre-COVID. Uh, one of the, the biggest changes has been around different ways of, of searching for jobs. We've seen a big increase in the in the growth of uh, remote jobs. We've seen job seekers really pushing for more flexibility from employers. Workers really having more power in the labour market because of, of these, these difficulties that employers have been encountering and filling their vacancies. So for, for jobs that can't be done remotely, that's, that's really meant more flexibility um, around uh, hours and shift patterns and things like that. And for jobs that can be done remotely, it's really opened up different methods of, of working. And we're still really remaining to, to see exactly where we land in terms of the balance of hybrid work patterns and remote working. Uh, a lot of employers have, have been pushing to, to bring workers back into offices and physical workplaces. But, but clearly, from the workers' perspective, many workers are keen to retain some of that flexibility that they've, that they've gained. So what policies or measures could be taken to improve the state of the UK labour market as far as Indeed is concerned? Well, we saw the Chancellor of the Exchequer announcing package of, of measures in the budget to try and address some of this lingering inactivity gap. So we've seen a lot of focus on, on childcare reforms uh, in particular to help uh, working parents get back into, into the labour force. We've also seen a focus on supporting people with health conditions get back into work. But really, there's, there's still a lot to be done also from an employer's perspective in terms of reviewing working practices, making hiring policies more inclusive to try and try and attract a more diverse set of, of candidates. So there's there's still progress really to be to be done on a number of fronts, both from a from a policy perspective and also an employer's perspective. Obviously this is an extensive and fascinating subject. So where can our listeners go to for more information? We publish all of our labor market insights on our blog, which is at www.hiringlab.org forward slash UK. And that's regularly updated with with new content and analysis on the labor market. So we'd certainly encourage listeners to, to use those resources. Excellent. So Jack Kennedy, UK and Ireland economist at Indeed.com. Thank you for joining us on Podcast Radio Business. Thank you very much.